It's Jim, it's the world of bonds. It's Friday, 22nd of October, 2021. This is for professional investors only and never ever investment advice. Well, Evergrande actually paid its coupon on its dollar bonds yesterday, one of the dollar bonds anyway. Saturday was the, the hard deadline after a 30 day grace period. Um, as you know, earlier this week, it scrapped uh, a two and a half billion dollar sale of a, a unit of one of its developers. And so people were getting pretty pessimistic that this would happen, but it did happen. Uh, still pretty skeptical in markets uh, about whether the next one gets uh, paid in the same way. But certainly it looks like there is some pressure being put on it to, to try and make good its dollar bondholders. Evergrande bonds are about three cents in the dollar overnight. And obviously there's a big rally in other developers. Um, on Hong Kong equity markets too. Elsewhere in Asia, Joe Biden says that the US would defend Taiwan, which I guess uh, is the strongest statement he's made along those lines, given the escalations in tensions between Taiwan and China and the overflying of uh, Chinese jets in Taiwanese airspace. So uh, that, that at least gives a bit of certainty after speculation early this year, obviously, that Biden was becoming sort of isolationist um, and wanted the US to just stick to the US and not intervene in, in the world's problems. We also have in the UK more evidence that the Bank of England is about to hike interest rates, I guess. Hugh Pill, um, who joined from Goldman Sachs relatively recently um, to the Bank of England as their chief economist, said in, in an interview, I think November is live for a rate hike and talked about being pretty uncomfortable with um, headline inflation heading towards 5% um, with a 2% inflation target in the UK. So, um, you know, guilt, um, guilt yields are up uh, again um, over the past few days. So... 10-year gilts 1.2, 10-year treasuries 1.67, 10-year bunds minus 0.9 basis points. So um, everything's higher in yield over the past few days. Front ends, as before, higher than back ends, flattening yield curves. What do flattening yield curves predict? Well, kind of the, the rule of thumb is recessions, and we talked in a previous podcast that actually it's only really when you see a full inversion that that's a, a, an excellent uh, recession indicator. But there are other uh, recession indicators, and I think today I want to talk about a paper that came out yesterday by two authors, Alex Bryson and David, or Danny Blanchflower. You'll remember Danny Blanchflower. Uh, he was on the Bank of England's MPC uh, Monetary Policy Committee many years ago um, at the same time as Andrew Sentence, if you remember that. They were the kind of dove, Blanche Flower and the Hawk Sentence, and they continued their, their spat and their feud really into Twitter in the years to come. I think they've made up now, but, um, you know, it's, certainly Danny can be characterised as uh, having strong opinions and being on the, very much the dovish, you know, things, pessimistic camp. So bear that in mind when I tell you what the paper says. But nevertheless, uh, you know, he's a respected academic. Um, he wrote this paper with Alex Bryson. And it's called Expectations Data Indicate the US is Entering Recession About Now. So what the two of them do is take a series from the US Conference Board and that looks at employment and income expectations. So it's measures of expectations effectively. And also the University of Michigan expectations about financial situations and business conditions. So two different sentiment indicators really. So measuring uh, more like diffusion indices or surveys than measuring hard output um, but if you look at what they've done, um, these measures 
peaked in spring early this year. Really in line, remember, we also like to look at um, economic surprise indices, which is the measure of how good economists are at guessing whether data is going to be strong or weak and whether that data comes in stronger or weaker. So again, those kind of data, those economic surprises peaked um, earlier this year. And so in the case of the Conference Board and the University of Michigan series that I look at, they've been falling, in their words, precipitously since spring. And you haven't really seen such a fall or a similar fall since 2007, immediately before the Great Recession or the global financial crisis. And they have what they call a 10-point rule. If those indices together fall by 10 points, you get a recession. And they've, they've kind of back-tested this over quite a long time period, 1978 through to the, seven, uh, to the present day. And say that you know when that indicator flashes, you've got about 6 to 18 months ahead of um, a recession actually happening. So uh, they also look at things like um, PMIs around new orders, not within their kind of uh, flashing red indicator, but more generally in the in the note that they put out, respectively published. Um, it's if you want to look for it, it's on Vox CEPR, which is um, you know a very good place to read some some economic research if you're interested. Uh, but they also say that looking at the PMI, these are the purchasing manager and new order. Um, measures and if you strip out consumer goods, financials, tech um, and the actual consumption series so things that are facing households in their view they're also collapsing um, very precipitously. What what is different from when the indicator flashes in previous times is that we're not seeing unemployment go up yet or at all in fact it's been it's at very very low levels and they have a rule of thumb Another of their rules of thumb really is that if you see two consecutive months of unemployment rising by uh, three-tenths of a percent or more, then that's a, another very strong sign that inflation is coming. They say actually government intervention in labour markets around furloughs and um, things like that mean that, that that's why unemployment isn't increasing despite those other falls in, in the factors. I would say, as, as we talked about earlier, bond markets don't really believe that uh, Blanche Flower and Bryson are, are right here. You know, five-year US Treasury bond yields uh, are the highest they've been since February 2020 um, at 1.2%. Um, so uh, gilt's back up to those highs, and as I say, yesterday up about seven basis points, and bonds still well below zero. So not believed by markets yet, but certainly... It's something that I'm starting to think about as well. Not necessarily a recession, but a slowdown due to a withdrawal of a number of supporting pillars that this recovery has had so far. Have good weekends. Enjoy half term if you're going away and uh, speak to you soon. Bye.